0: Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Prime time on Money FM 89.3. It has been called the tech winter. The industry saw job cuts, hiring slowdowns, and a general wariness among the tech and startup community across the globe. And yet,
1: this does not seem to be impacting us here in Southeast Asia the same way. We've observed a few layoffs, of course, across the region, but there still seems to be a higher number of job openings available here. In fact, salaries and demand for tech talent in Singapore remain high. To find out why, we speak now with Paul Endicott, he is CEO and founder of GritSearch. GritSearch has recently released its latest Singapore salary report, and I'm sure this will shed some light on the top tech skills as well that are needed right now. So, Paul, tell us, with the recent slowdown in hiring from industry giants like shopify and crypto.com why is it that the demand for tech jobs is still high here in singapore or the supply of tech jobs rather is still high here
2: hi good afternoon um, no, it's interesting. I mean, when you, when you look at the market generally, there's been a lot of coverage around tech jobs being uh, laid off and, and obviously the slowdown. I think the reality is that Singapore generally has done an incredible, incredible job of establishing itself as the regional hub for technology and digital companies. Having said that, um, yes, there's been impact in areas like crypto, um, in particular exchanges, but other areas like e-commerce, fintech, AI, blockchain, Social platforms still continue to hire at pace. Um, and notwithstanding that, if you look at the other industries that are hubs here, financial services, insurance, consumer goods, all of these are looking at digital transformation as well, all leading to continued demand for technology talents.
1: Here's the thing, Paul. I was just wondering how much of this has to do with the hiring culture in Singapore because I've heard from some headhunters that in Singapore, things are different when it comes to hiring. In the States, they tend to hire quickly at the first sign of economic pickups and they fire quickly at the first sign of economic headwinds. However, companies here even if they are just branch officers of MNCs, tend to be more prudent at all times, ramping up hiring in a considered fashion in a good economy so that when the headwinds resurface, there's really no need to engage in mass layoffs. How much of what we're seeing in Asia and in Singapore now could be a function of what I just described?
2: I think, to be honest, we're seeing a lot of similarities now between hiring patterns, whether it's Asia or, or, you know, in in Europe or the US. Um, You know, COVID was a a good example of where, obviously, it was, you know, extremely abrupt change to market conditions, which led to wholesale layoffs in a a very short period of time. And I think what we've seen last year in 2021 is this ramping up at at accelerated pace, Um, you know, hiring, has been, you know, within a bull market, it has been happening extremely quickly. If you look at crypto as an area, whether that's in the US or in um, Asia, they've been hiring in in very similar fashion, which is, you know, very fast and very quickly. Um, But then due to the market change, changing extremely quickly, they're going to also cut very quickly as well. So I don't think there's that differentiator we're seeing between regions anymore.
0: Paul, let's talk about the skills that are needed for, well, that both employers are looking for and employees should possess to get a job in this lucrative industry here.
2: Um, Listen, I think when we, in terms of surveys we've recently done, data um, came out, you know, very highly regarded. And that's certainly an area where there's a huge amount of investment. So anyone that has strong background in data, whether that's data analysis, um, you know, or, or data engineering, um, is going to be in demand. I think more and more companies are looking at how can they understand the data they have within their organization better, or or to actually analyze data from other sources in order to run their business more effectively. Now, the flip side of that is also then cybersecurity. Um, you know, a lot of regulation now is around consumer data acts, looking at consumer protection, when it comes to online and cyber security um, is something that certainly a lot of companies are facing are, are focusing on um, to actually counter that and, and prevent that data getting into the wrong hands. So those would be two very strong areas to focus on.
0: Okay, let's talk about um salary talk this time, Paul, because you're part of the Grit Search Singapore salary report suggests that data security is also an industry with the highest monthly starting pay, even for a junior SAP consultant role starting at $6,000. Wow. Is this a sustainable <laughs> salary going forward?
2: I think, listen, I think yes, it is, because if you look at the Singapore, um, Singapore has done. You know, this amazing job of bringing all these organizations into Singapore to set up their centers and functions here. The challenge is the supply of um, of skilled labor within this area is still relatively small, and that's not going to change overnight. So um, certainly that has inflated salaries, and we've seen inflation, you know, within technology as a broad range from software engineering to data to cybersecurity over the course of the last 12 months. Um, has been significant, but that's unlikely to go backwards. I mean, what you are seeing, though, is companies look at where do they structure their teams and how do they structure their teams to counter um, the salary inflation they're seeing here in Singapore.
1: Mm. So how are they doing it? How exactly are they structuring their teams and where are they structuring their teams in order to temper this?
2: Yeah, so it's, it's a great question. I think I think now what you're seeing is, is companies really looking to embrace where that, that talent might be. So for engineering, you might see more outsourced, for example, to Vietnam. Mm. Um, you know, that's certainly a, a market that's, that's really built a reputation as a very strong um, quality offshore engineering hubs. So I, I think organizations are, are, are very open. We've certainly seen within Grit that it's not so much about where the talent is based, but it's the right talent that can work in the, you know, the, the right time zone. Mm. So it could be an organization saying, you know, what, I, I really don't mind as long as they can work between Asia hours, nine till six, I don't actually mind where they're based. As long as they can be on during that period, that works and they've got the right skill set. Um, so I think organisations are becoming much more savvy and open to how they do that. The challenge is then being able to manage, um, you know, a hybrid workforce.
1: Exactly. But as more people pick up skills and companies make remote hires, might salaries come down for Singapore talent? Uh,
2: I think it's hard to um, probably put a, you know, I'd love to have a crystal ball and and say that. I don't think they'll come down significantly any time in the near future. Um, I think what will happen is, though, you'll you'll see, because I think the growth in technology hires and demand is continuing to grow and that's outpacing the growth in necessarily the skills that we have, even if everyone was skilled tomorrow. Um, So I think the reality is that that's not going to come down, but organizations will have options in terms of where they can place people um, or hire people. I think the other flip side is, though, for employees, the opportunity to be able to go and get a digital visa, say, for example, and be based in Bali for six months, you know, is incredible right now. Um, And and that remote working opportunity that presents as this begins to mature um, offers people with that real work life, I won't say balance, um, but, you know, work, work life experience that you wouldn't have had even 12 months ago.
1: But then again, Paul, we're seeing companies like Apple, something that Tim and I (laughs) were just talking about, that are asking their people to come back to the workplace, albeit Mm. you know, two or three days a week. But some tech talent don't like this. So you mentioned earlier the importance of learning how to manage teams remotely. But Mm. how do you see all of this being reconciled with some companies saying, no, we want you physically here at the workplace and workers saying, no, I want the freedom to work at home and then having to also employ remote workforces.
2: Yeah, Listen, I, I think it's a great point. It's something that a lot of organisations are still trying to work out right now. Because if we think it's really been this unprecedented situation of the pandemic... That's led us to a point where suddenly we, we, we weren't even thinking about remote working 18 months ago. Um, and now it's something that organizations and, um, you know, ourselves as employees are looking at how do we actually adapt to that. I think most organizations we're seeing are implementing some kind of hybrid workplace. Um, very rarely do we come across organisations saying, right, you have to come in nine to five every day of the week. I think that's that's kind of gone uh, for most organizations. Um, But flexible work arrangements are becoming much, much more common. Um, I think it's unlikely. There are some organizations we see where it's fully remote, where you don't have to come into work at all. Um, You know, I I think the reality is there will be. And what we're seeing is this hybrid nature where, yes, there's an expectation that um, employees do come in a certain number of days a week or at certain points during the week. But otherwise, there's that flexibility to work remotely as well. You know, as, as organizations, we're becoming much more objective and output-driven versus where people are based.
0: All right, Paul, thank you very much for sharing your insights from your survey. Paul Endicott, CEO and founder of Grit Search, joining us here on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app.